Hi, my name is Stephanie Jacques, and this is Jacques Talk. I cannot wait for you guys to hear this episode about the journey of community with my friend, Metnoia Z-Web. I think it is an enlightening conversation. It is a casual conversation about how different parts of our life require different communities and different friendships and things thrive and they ebb and they flow. And so I hope you enjoy this conversation. We're trying to make it last till day five. Okay. And then maybe I'll get like a product of Jason or something for like, because <laughs> yeah. it, it, this is, this ain't cheap. Well, it's a little, it's a little rat's messy in here, but that's okay. Get that, your value. It, you, that's what I said. I'm just shaking it out. It's you know? Yeah. You know, we, we're working it. That's the, that's how you know I'm blessed. I mean, yeah, it, it really does creep through. People are like, how's that not mixed? I'm like, mm. Have you seen these hips? Mm-hmm. And check have you my seen, hair out. Have right. you seen these coils? Yeah. yeah. Like, the girls hit a little different. <laughs> they hit a little different. When it's straight, I'm like, you guys don't know. You guys think I'm Latina, but I'm not. I'm like, no, my dad is black. I'm pretty sure. So, I'm so happy that you're able to join me today. Like, this is good. Obviously, we are friends, mm-hmm. and I love you. And Same. we're almost, we're almost hearing our anniversary. Isn't that crazy? It's coming up. Isn't it crazy how you go from being a stranger to like in a role in somebody's life? Yeah, but also like the way we were sent to one another. I remember mm-hmm. walking into that party with Tiffany and not knowing anyone. And somehow the universe just kind of placed me right beside you. Yeah. You were the first person that I told, and I think I told you this, about my failed engagement. Yeah. I had never spoken those words, and for some reason I just felt like this connection to you before I even knew like where you were from and where you graduated from. We just started talking and I felt like instantly connected, like a kindred spirit and vibration where I'm like, I could just be myself with this person. And it felt good because I was away from home, away from all my family and my friends. Yes. I didn't even really know Tiffany that well either. Isn't that crazy? It is. And I was like, I don't know God. I didn't know Eric that well. I didn't know how I got invited to this party. This is the power of saying yes to things when you truly want to say no Mm -hmm. to things. Mm -hmm. I had just moved to town like a month before. I met Eric in a studio. And he's like, come to this Friendsgiving. I'm like, how long Mm -hmm. Mm now? It's like almost the anniversary of my dad's passing. I'm like, I don't want to be around some people. But I'm like, okay, I moved back and I wanted to build community. Yeah. Like one of the reasons I chose Nashville was I'm like, I want a community and I'm hearing that there is a black community re-emerging right. in Nashville. So let me give it a shot. But if I get invited to things and I don't go, am I building community? Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just stop by, I guess. If I look back on like my text messages, I think I said, I think I might stop by for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Maybe, no, I'll come. No, I'm, no. And he just kept saying, it's good. Yeah. And I had gotten there and I was almost going to leave mm-hmm. when you guys walked in. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, like, vibed mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And I love Tiff, too. Oh, of course. We love you, but Tiffany. I, we love you, Tiffany. <laughs> but I was like, I feel like Tiffany's just bringing you for me. And, she's and so she didn't good. even know me. She didn't even know <laughs> you, but she's so good at that. She's like a true connector and a relationship builder because she gets all the right people in the room. Mm-hmm. And we're able to make our own individual connections from this higher level connection. And yes. it's so appreciated because... To your point about building community in these macro environments, she'll be able to create a micro environment where someone like me who's like, you know, an extroverted introvert, I don't always work well in huge crowds. Yeah. And so when it's a little bit more intimate, I feel like I can be myself, Mm -hmm. I can 
talk and be mixy and mingly, but if the environment is too macro, like, I would look more and just kind of, like, be here yeah. inclusive and be present, but not, you know? Me too. I'll be on my phone. Yeah. You'll be like, please text it. I don't right. know. I'm playing Candy Crush. Right. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I will be Amanda Seals in that party. Like, yeah. okay, Candy Crush, you guys are going to get a high-ass score. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am cheesy. Fix my cancer. No, I mean, I get it. It was such a blessing to meet you and then to realize how many parallels we have. And even with all the people I've met through Tiffany, I'm like, oh, wait, I know this person. Yeah. Like, how do I? Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's God. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's how you know. Mm-hmm. But what brought you, like, what was your journey from I know it, mm-hmm. but from New York mm-hmm. to Nashville? Like, where were the stops along the way yeah. on all of this? Mm-hmm. Shall we got time for that? <laughs> you know, clip notes. <laughs> well, if I could summarize. That would be the paid version. My journey. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Sponsored version, right? From New York to Nashville. I mean, I've had a pretty colorful and illustrious journey. Like, living in Nashville wasn't my first time. <laughs> wasn't my first time living away from, like, quote unquote, home and family. You know, um, I've lived in. Costa Rica, London, Belize. Um, I did a little stint in Atlanta as well. I was working on a literary project and I kind of left New York for like mm-hmm. probably six months and was down there. They always call it a stint. Stint in Atlanta. <laughs> it was a little stint. Little getaway. Um, and then my ex-fiance, which I can proudly say now with confidence and no emotional connection to that relationship. Thank you, therapy. Um, any more therapy, <laughs> prayer, and the power of community. Yeah. And Nashville helped to heal me, but I get to that part. I don't want to jump ahead of the story too quickly, but um, I was dating a man who lived here. He was not from here, but he lived here. Um, he found me on Instagram, and it was through a piece that I wrote during the pandemic, and I didn't realize that it had ended up on Apple Newsfeed. And when you clicked into the story, my author bio was at the bottom, and my Instagram handle was there. So that's how he found me. He started following me. Um, it was about traveling through the continental, like, south in the U.S., okay. and I guess he's from the south, and that's what attracted him to the actual article. I guess he wanted to learn a little, a little bit more about, like, how to navigate and travel through the south, and so we started dating. We were in a long-distance relationship, got engaged. I had been visiting Nashville, so I had come to Nashville a few times, and I was like, oh, it's cute. It's not as country as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, I kind of got, like, a little glimpse into the creative scene. Not a lot, because he's a medical professional, so he wasn't really tapped in the way that we are. Mm -hmm. But I still liked what I was being introduced to. Okay. And so, finally, it got to a point where he's like, we're planning to get married when you move here. And I was like, no. (laughs) I'm not moving there. In Um, my mind, I um, thought... Came down, 
journey down, one like winter break, we went on a tour at USM. Okay. And that honestly was a determining factor for me. The biggest thing as a parent and the daughter of an immigrant mother, mm-hmm. and my family's from Jamaica, who is a retired educator. You know, my mom was a New York City yeah. public school principal. And a concern for me was like bringing my opinionated, articulate, very self-righteous brown boy <laughs> to the cotton bacon South, okay? Amen. And making sure that he was going to be set up for success. Yeah. You know, and not just in the educational system, but also like socially, I did not want him to feel like he didn't matter. And after we took that tour at USN and we met with Miss Douglas, Julia Douglas, who's now retired, she was the head of, head of admissions, we literally like shed, we were shedding tears of joy after meeting with her because she made us feel so welcome. Yeah. And I looked at Journey when we were done with that tour and I said, do you want to go to this school? And he said, yes, mommy. I said, if you want to go to this school, we're going to have to come move to Nashville. And he said, let's do it. And so once I got the blessing and confirmation from him, mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Journey was the factor, and it was a journey, and it still is a journey. Just on a, we'll come back to that. But it's interesting that like that was what the factor was, not the fiance. Look at but you like, being all philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> not the man that you were gonna marry, because we wasn't gonna last. But we, it's you okay. know what? And that's what trying to God has to bring you somewhere. Amen, amen. And it all is still a part of this lifelong journey yeah. that I'm on with my little journey. Was a determinant factor because I needed my son to be happy. Yes, you and know? to feel safe. And to feel safe, you know, to feel safe, be happy, and trust that mommy's making the best decisions for our lives. And he is a New Yorker. To his, not even New Yorker, he's from Brooklyn. He's, he That's really is. He is so. Okay? <laughs> okay, and he is proud of who he is. He will tell you in a heartbeat that Black Lives Matter. Yes, he will. Okay, and he plays no games. Like, where so, you from? And I'm sorry. <laughs> So, from a financial standpoint, like those things were all panning out. You still have the like, stability, the basic. Life. A lot yeah. of stability. And I'm like, thank you, God. Because, again, like if that didn't work out, I wouldn't have moved either. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a professional at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And my career matters to me. And so, a few weeks go by, and I start to notice some things in the relationship. And I won't get deep, too deep into that because, you know, that's my past. But unfortunately, it imploded. Suffering from, from some pretty severe mental illness mm-hmm. that I was unaware of, and the relationship just did not survive. 
you know, and I was terrified because again, here I am, single mom, in this new city, I don't know anyone, and so once I kind of like hipped my family and my friends to what was going on, everyone's like, Miss Maria, come back home, like, come back home, why didn't you go back home? Because you don't have the community, you already said it, you don't have the community you don't have the community. I didn't live here yet, so. No. Yes, and I was just like, wait a second. I'm not 
to something that I can have equity in, a stable foundation again for myself and my son, and I deserve to own a place like mm-hmm. that's not an investment property, but it's like my primary residence. Like it's yeah. something that I always wanted to do for myself, and I did not expect it to happen that fast. That's God. Amen. So we bought a crib all with my own money. Closed on a crib on December 29th of 2022, mm-hmm. and it is almost will make a year to that anniversary. We're a few weeks shy of that, and yeah. so that's why we stayed, decided to stay in Nashville because I'm, I'm meant to be here. We're meant to be here. I see that as as most know that are in my life. I feel like this is a chapter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is my roots, but mm-hmm. I think Nashville is home. Yeah, Nashville is a home place mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, like California is where I grew. Yeah. The Bay, LA is what LA did a lot. LA did a lot to me. <laughs> DC did a lot to me. <laughs> and I came here and I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Like I can be authentically me here. Yeah. And I think what I learned through coming back, because I lived here before the pandemic, then I left and I came back, was I came in with a sense of like, I want to be authentically me. But I still had a mask on. But the only person I didn't have a mask on was you. Because I remember I was going through a miscarriage. And no, I don't have people here. Well, I do, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I have people I know I wrote songs with. But when I lived here before, I wore a mask the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, the amount of things. Like, when 2020 happened and, the pan- like, George Floyd, they were like, but you're not that kind of black. And I was like, okay, time to take off the fucking mask. Because right. my mask is, God, you know my heart. And I'm not doing this right. Mm-mm. So God made me come back. Mm-hmm. But when I called you, the first thing you did was just start praying. Yeah. And I remember that. I was like, okay, she's a real one. Because she's not judging me. She's not asking questions. She's not trying to figure out what's happening, what the choice. She's not asking who this man is that I'm having a miscarriage. Like, she's not asking any questions. She's like, let's just pray. Mm-hmm. And that, I was like, okay, I was supposed to meet you. Yeah. But I'd only met you, like, a week before. <laughs> like, it was, like, it wasn't that long of a time. Yeah. Like, our friendship moved. Yeah. And we learned about our both love for HBCUs, mm-hmm. our love for D.C., mm-hmm. I love New York, mm-hmm. I love all the things. So, in your travels, how you just kind of pinpointed, like, where your journey has taken you. Mm-hmm. What have you learned about community in those travels? And then what have you kind of learned about community in Nashville? Like, because it's question. different. It is, it is. And I always say, in New York... Had community at one point when I became a mother at like 32 or 33 most of my friends at the time were not having children there was like a group of friends who had children like either like junior senior year of college right out of college or like it hadn't happened for them yet mm-hmm. and I was one of the first people in my crew to have a baby and so my life changed the community that I once had my crew that I was like going to you know, after work events with, we were at all the yeah. industry events. I worked in publishing, women's lifestyle magazines. My friends worked in fashion and in music and, you know, in sports and entertainment. Like, all of the different... The best way to do this thing. Attractive sectors. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's how you... That's the quintessential, like, New York City experience. I was living it, you know? And that, like, quickly shifted once I got pregnant and I became a mother. And I remember my best friend saying to me... Um, her name is Hannah. She was just like, May. She calls me May. That's my family name. And she's like, May, I need to hurry up and get pregnant because I don't want our lives to grow in different directions. I don't want us to grow apart. And I was like, girl, you crazy. 
And now you get it. It does happen. I get it now. Like, like she wise was you know, she? She knows. She's wise. She's Korean. She got like that ancient <laughs> shit going on. But like, I didn't get it then, but I get it now. And it's so true because we stayed connected. She became a mother maybe two years later. And we just like came from visiting her over Labor Day weekend her beautiful home in, in Philadelphia with her three children. I mean, she trumped me and done some because she kept having babies. It was a one and done situation for me. And so, but because of motherhood, that was like the next layer in the evolution of our friendship. So many friends dropped off because they never became mothers. And so back to your question about community, I feel like I had community in my 20s when I was like the quintessential creative professional. And then when I became a mother, I had zero community. Family is different from community. Mistake them a lot of times. No, and I love my family, but I have Jamaican people are very, you know, uh, it, it's like my my family loves super hard, and I I felt like I was like reverted to childhood mm-hmm. almost because now I have a child, which is what they always wanted. They wanted me to take a break from my career and become a mother. My mom, but you weren't taking a break from your career. I wasn't. I never took a break, yeah. you know, and so I just stayed in the divine design of how things were supposed to unfold, and that was just what I was committed to, and I didn't care what it looked like, yeah. you know, and so, yeah, so when I was able to leave, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to leave New York, but when I was able to leave New York and come to Nashville, I felt like I finally had an opportunity to be intentional about building community uh-huh. now, and that happened through German school, you yeah. know, so USN, the USN families, like, I was able to build, like, my parenthood community there mm-hmm. at Soho House. I remember I wrote the most elaborate um, essay for membership, and Hunter Claire, like, <laughs> oh, love Hunter. I know you read it, and obviously it moved you because <laughs> my membership was accepted, like, Ashley Brooke James was like, Mets Noya, like, I was going to do whatever I needed to do, but I didn't have to do anything because when I went to go check on your application, it was already approved. And I told my truth, and I'm a storyteller. Yeah. And storytelling is my gift, and I never really wanted to hide behind my truth. And although I didn't announce my truth to the world, that was very... Being able to release it and let let it out has been therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. And now even being in a space where I can talk openly, like, to social media essentially yeah. about what I overcame is like speaks volumes because I didn't know if I would ever arrive at this place no. you know because there was a lot of shame and embarrassment and just like a lack I guess of understanding of what the hell was going on Steph that yeah. I, I wasn't ready to face it and confront it and my therapist would always tell me be gentle with yourself you will get to a point I know you will I have full confidence in you and community to your point the community of Soho House and USN and, you know, other black creatives or creatives in general that I've met um, since I've moved here, um, they've been incredible in shaping my experience in Nashville. I think it's interesting because you're from New York, um, I'm from California, we both lived in D.C., we both lived places, we both lived a lot of lives, mm-hmm. and I think we're, we are both storytellers in, like, different mediums. But it was Nashville that let me feel free to tell my story. And I feel like as I was telling my story, the people that were supposed to be in my story arrived. Mm. And so I'll never regret coming back to Nashville. Mm. I'm like, I needed to tell my story. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm finding the community, and I'm still finding the community mm-hmm. by being like, no, this is what I do, and yeah. this is where I'm fail, like this is where I'm figuring it out, and this is what it is. But I couldn't. I came here intentional about where you were like, I want to build like family. I want to build parent relationships. I want to build mm-hmm. that. I came. I'm like, I want to build black relationships here. Yeah. Because I work in country music, which is not the blackest of the genres Mm -hmm. in this industry. So I'm like, I I need to be intentional about saying, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know there was a Soho house here when I moved back. Gerald told me the day I moved back, he's like, I'm doing, I'm like, there's a Soho house? Right. And I'm not even a member, but yet I'm here all the time. (laughs) So I have like built a community through Soho house without being a member of Soho house. Yeah. Hunter Claire, if you want to become a member, don't worry. But (laughs) I don't know if I, what my Nashville would look like if I hadn't met you or certain people mm-hmm. and about being intentional yeah. and about trusting where God brought me. Because yeah, I think where you, you said something that was profound in that you had to give it to God and you had to trust the journey. And I think that so many times, especially after 2020, we're exhausted. We are tired. We don't know what's next. Mm-hmm. That if we're not intentional about building that community, we can't shape the next generation because mm-hmm. the next generation is looking at us and I think there was a gap in our in in our era mm-hmm. of like we're like we're independent we can do all this we don't need the man we don't need this we could do and yes we've accomplished a lot in terms of our careers but I think that there's a lot of lack of community that we don't naturally have that yeah. people in previous generations have do you agree with that I do, and I think it's easy in a place like New York to get, like, lost in the noise, lost in the allure, lost in, like, the lights and the magic and all the action of the city that you don't have, you don't have too many spaces where you can be still. Mm -hmm. And so, before, prior to relocating to Nashville, I lived in Fort Greene. So, Journey was born and raised up until he was five years old in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. And we lived on a tree-lined block, minutes, like, a few blocks away from Fort Greene Park, and in the back of our building. And so it was quiet and tranquil and peaceful. Our building was really small. We knew all of our neighbors. And so I think we then I was planting the seed to create the type of environment that I wanted for my child. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up in Queens in New York, which is the suburbs of New York. Like, I'm in a two-fair zone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Long Island was our backyard. Yeah. I wasn't, like, on the trains until junior high school. My mom used to, like, drop my sister and I off to school. Like, we would ride bikes and jump double dutch and play handball and tennis and all the things in the community. And I knew that Journey couldn't really do as much of that as I would want him to in Brooklyn just because it was just densely populated, you know? And so we did have friends in a small community, but I knew in order to... For me to give him the childhood that I really wanted him to have, mm-hmm. that like moving would have to happen. And truth be told, I can't afford. I could not afford New York. You know, <laughs> it's too expensive. Why am I not in California? Listen, I'm you like, know what can you do? I have to give. And so, to your point <laughs> about like it. it being a part of the journey, you're absolutely right because it was like I knew with Nashville that there was so much, there were so many other opportunities for my life to expand. So for mm-hmm. expansion. And real estate was something I had always been thinking about prior to even relocating mm-hmm. here. And so I had started to like kind of test the waters a little bit with the real estate market. And maybe that was almost like subconsciously in the back of my mind. 
Like, you know, and so God I'm works. thinking about where you live now, and I'm like, tree line. Tree, like, I'm like, five, I'm like, look at that. You can and go listen, like girl, <laughs> and people were trying, exactly, they were trying to sell me on East Nashville. No shade to East Nashville, but I'm from Brooklyn, I'm from New York, East Nashville ain't got nothing oh. on Fort Greene, and so I'm like, I, why would I live from, like, one, move from one urban environment to Nashville's version of urban environment? Like, we don't need They're the They're gentrified. Birds. Don't need the birds. I don't mind the birds. I mean, I'm thankful you're in the birds. I have, in talking about accepting your journey, I've just accepted that I like the burbs. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm from the burbs. Yeah. I've tried to escape the burbs. I've tried to be like, no, I'm cool. No. Girl, I'm no, girl, you are from the burbs. Yeah. With like a little, yeah. you know, bike lane that's bigger than the car lane. Exactly. Like, exactly. You, are, you are from safety. Yeah. That is, and yeah. I had to accept, I'm like, no, I'm from, I'm from safety. Mm-hmm. And you know that craze? Safety. Yeah, and so I have zero regrets. <laughs> you know, everything happens the way that it's intended to, and um, I'm grateful. You know, I'm really, I'm really grateful for everything that I've been able to overcome and also accomplish in such a short period of time. And I know that, like, even the relationships I've been able to build and like the best is yet to come. Like, I met my love, my new love. I'm a Scorpio. We love love. I'm a water sign. <laughs> People sometimes think. They forget that Scorpios are water signs, but we're water signs, you too. Are. We are emotional creatures. That's why and, we get along. And I love love. And so, in Soho House, I was reading, because I'm a nerd, I was reading the um, Soho House newsletter, <laughs> and I love <laughs> all forms <laughs> of communication. And yes, I'm the chick that reads newsletters. I need to start sending out my newsletter. From subject line <laughs> to the footer text, because I want to know everything that's going on. And it was a Soul House love story, and it really made me think of myself and my my new love um, that I met here one day. Soul House love story. Soul House love story, (laughs) and and again, like shout out to being intentional about creating community because I knew I wanted to meet other creative folks, and in order for me to meet other creative folks, I had to submerge myself in the space where we were at, and so every day for seven months. I worked out of the house every yeah. single day, Stephanie. You know that. I know. I used to. I was like, hey, this was my virtual office. Yeah. Like, and then on that one chance day in February, here comes this fine specimen of a black man walking up in here, and I'm like, who are you? Where you come from? I ain't never seen you before. And the rest is history. You know, oh. we've been kind of like kicking it ever since then, and so. Oh, From like from like broken hearts <laughs> to like as both being in love, it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. But I think that is it speaks to, like you said, like the intentionality of creating a community. Yeah. And before we go, I wanted to, I wanted to ask like, what about your community now? Mm-hmm. Do you like inspires you? And what are you hoping like? You were about to reach your anniversary mm-hmm. of finding your house and like finding me, um, which is the biggest anniversary of all. <laughs> what it? What do you hope to add to your community in this next this next season? Like, mm-hmm. is there more that you are wanting to pull from? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting question. It's loaded for me. So the first part about what inspires me most or moves me most is like entrepreneurship within the black community you know Mm -hmm. I know so many young entrepreneurs that I met here in Nashville yeah um and so 
so many people are like applying for grants to, wow. you know, bring forth their creative ideas. And I know people who are getting approved for grants. One of my good friends who I met down here through like mutual friends, and she's now like a sister, just got a million dollar grant to do some farming in Jolston, Tennessee, which is like a suburb of Nashville, yeah. you know. And I'm like, the possibility to do that exists here in New York. That money is so like tied up. It's mm-hmm. hard to get access to things like that in a huge city. And so that's one of the benefits of being in a place like Nashville where it's so thriving. And, and they are craving diversity. They're, they're craving diversity in their resources that are created to continue to write, to continue to make it an attractive destination for people mm-hmm. to migrate to. Yeah. You know? And so, natives, don't be mad because that's what helps to really, like, develop the infrastructure of or grow a city. Yeah, California um, and New York did it too well. We did it. We did it really well. well. And it's, it's so <laughs> many people. Be, but you know what? It's, it's beautiful for me. So that's one thing that's super inspiring because mm-hmm. I'm an entrepreneur at my yeah. core, too, and I always felt like in order for me to get to a certain place, you know, and that's Howard and you know, being an overachiever pretty much all my life. Yeah, and so I always felt like I needed stability. And here I feel like I, it's twofold. I can have both. Like, yeah. I can produce, um, pursue more of my entrepreneurial endeavors and then also do things that are more stable. Mm-hmm. And, and so that has been very, very inspiring for me to witness. Um, there's so many creatives. So many creatives. In so many different sectors of creative. I that it's like just it. dope. And they look like us. They're black and brown. They are. You know? They're black and brown. And so, again, the micro community is helpful. Showing up. They're showing up, and they're friendly, yeah. and they have smiles on their face, and they want to engage. We are not a monolith. No. Like, we are. They want to engage, and so that's been super, super inspiring for me, um, and I'm learning a lot from these and so I really appreciate that. And then in terms of, what was the second part of the question? What are you looking for in your community in the future? Like, are you trying to pull anything? Like, do you crave anything else out of this community? I'm just going to continue to be present, mm-hmm. you know, and show up as my, my best true self. Um, lean on people for just probably collaboration and partnership. I want to be more collaborative now that mm-hmm. I have the space and time to do that. Um, I'm excited about that. And... You know, just, just, just flowing the way that I'm intended to. I don't really have a prescribed formula or plan. Um, yeah. I know. I keep looking forward to us being in Martha's Vineyard next year. And, like, I don't know. We're going to create something. I feel like you and I will create something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to be. But mm-hmm. I feel it in my spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm planting the seeds mm-hmm. of that. Just I, so you know. And I have been thinking about, because, you know, what? now that I give this a little bit more thought, like, Nashville has a lot of what I need. I mean, of, of, how do I say this? Nashville, a lot of what I need doesn't yet exist in Nashville. And so, just little luxuries. Things that I'm just accustomed to, like a spot that I can go to on a Wednesday night when I've had a long day and I haven't slept for a few hours and Mm -hmm. I can go catch a vibe at a little hole in the wall and like hear some good music and have a good drink with my favorite bartender. There's that spot, y'all. We're looking, it doesn't exist. We're looking, Karen, find it for us. You know, find it for <laughs> us. And so, for me, that, like, that, again, that, like, entrepreneur inside of me, like, light bulbs go off in my head. I'm like, so many other people who've probably moved here from other places are looking for similar things. Uh-huh. Like, there's so much room to create yes. newness 
here and that excites me. My brother is a developer who just opened up a dope sneaker store in Phoenix. It's called All In One. I gotta give it a plug because it's doing so well and I've been telling him to come to Nashville because I need your help <laughs> to figure it out. But I do want to bring something to the city that will yeah. benefit us all That's and all. help the city to grow. Continue. I to love grow. that. Yeah. Well, my last thing is what I say to everybody that comes on Jock Talk. Jock Talk, because um, Stephanie Jock. Um, what is freedom to you? question that's how we end it Stephanie, what is freedom to you? that's loaded girl <laughs> freedom no, i keep these all things in my pocket ashley james is the only one that like you know that's a good question but she has a really good question i think i'm still figuring that out i think mm -hmm. that i understood freedom before i was blessed with the gift of motherhood and i don't feel trapped in motherhood, I definitely feel like I have a sense of freedom, mm -hmm. but it's freedom with an asterisk because I have another life that I'm responsible for. And prior to being blessed with that gift, I could literally, I felt like the freest I've ever felt in my life. Mm -hmm. I moved anywhere I wanted to live. I would disappear for as long as I want to. My family, they just let me be who I was. They know I'm mm -hmm. different. Um, and they've always like, encouraged it and supported it, especially my mother. She never stopped me. She would always just be like, go. You know, mm -hmm. I know you need to, so go. And now I think that I have the stability. I have a place that I want to call home, or will call home for the foreseeable future. I'm in a healthy relationship with mm -hmm. a person that I can experience true partnership with. Mm -hmm. I finally feel like I'm learning how to be a good uncle to Tui. And space yeah. for conversations that matter because yeah. that's you know that's a conversation yeah me too and this is nourishing so yeah,